0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Scalar Learning Podcast. I am your host, Huzefa, as always. Happy Monday, everybody! I know we've had a couple days where it's been a, it's been a hectic weekend, so I missed a couple days of episodes. But we are back today. I'm still adjusting to my new schedule, which I, I am now teaching full time, in addition to everything else. So it's it's a bit of an adjustment. And still trying to fit these in is, is tough, but I'm gonna make it happen. Uh, I'm going to try and keep the content flowing. So today, what are we talking about? Today we are talking about social and emotional learning and why it's so essential and important for students. Now, I'm gonna be sharing an article from Edutopia, which talks about, uh, literally that's the title, why social and emotional learning is essential for students. It talks about how to, how to become, a strong social and emotional, a sturdy social and emotional person. And it's come to the time, the reason why the impetus for this episode is, is I noticed that in my life and even adults around me, I think that it's so important to be able to deal with situations that are difficult, uh, particular crises that may come up inevitably in your personal life and I think that that is something that is very important for for kids to start developing from a young age. That was the impetus. Uh, Something happened with me this last weekend that prompted me to wanna wanna talk about this, so that is why this this is the focus of today's show. So, five keys to successful SEL, social and emotional learning. Research shows that SEL not only improves achievement by an average of 11 percentile points, but it also increases pro-social behaviors such as kindness, sharing, and empathy. It also improves student attitudes towards school and reduces depression and stress among students. Effective social and emotional learning programming involves coordinated classroom, school-wide family, and community practices that help students develop the following five key skills. So the first skill is self-awareness, and self-awareness involves understanding one's own emotions, personal goals, and values. This includes accurately assessing one's strengths and limitations, having positive mindsets, and possessing a well-grounded sense of self-efficacy and optimism. High levels of self-awareness require the ability to recognize how thoughts, feelings, and actions are interconnected. All right, number two, self-management. Self management requires skills and attitudes that facilitate the ability to regulate one's own emotions and behavior. This includes the ability to delay gratification, manage stress, control impulses, and persevere through challenges. So, this is the big one. And this is again what I wanted the main reason why I wanted to talk about this today. For the last, I'd say, three years, I've pushed myself pretty hard on the self development front with respect to social and emotional. Learning, and I think it's been really helpful in my life as far as being able to deal with stressful situations and working through uh, whatever it is, delaying gratification to get things done, etc. And this is something that I think would be so valuable for for students to start active, proactively working on from a young age. Social awareness, so social awareness involves the ability to understand, empathize, and feel compassion for those with different backgrounds or cultures. It also involves understanding social norms for behavior and recognizing family, school, and community resources and supports. Next, we have relationship skills. Relationship skills help students establish and maintain healthy and rewarding relationships and to act in accordance with social norms. These skills involve communicating clearly, listening actively, uh, cooperating, resisting inappropriate social pressure, and negotiating conflicts constructively. So important, right? We we can read these off and we can already see that, of course, this is valuable for kids. We see so many adults in this world that could benefit uh, from this ability. Finally, number five, responsible decision-making. Responsible decision-making involves learning how to make constructive choices about personal behavior and social interactions across diverse settings. It requires the ability to consider ethical standards, safety concerns, and accurate behavioral norms. So, school is one of the primary places where students learn social and emotional skills. An effective SEL program should incorporate four elements represented by the acronym SAFE. So number one, sequenced so connected and coordinated sets of activities to foster skills development number two active so active forms of learning to help students master new skills the active forms of learning would be something like project-based learning or even would be part of the responsive classroom curriculum which are all things that we use at my school and i think actually my school does a phenomenal job of of doing this I, i watch all the other teachers and see what they do and it's very much active learning. Especially my my lead teacher in my grade in sixth grade, that's a massive part of her curriculum. It's just a lot of projects. And I, I think that's really the new trend now in education. Next, focused and emphasis on developing personal and emotional skills. So actually thinking about it proactively and finally number four explicit so targeting specific social and emotional skills so now let's talk about some of these benefits uh short-term and long-term benefits of social and emotional learning so once students are more successful in school and daily life when they know and can manage themselves understand the perspectives of others and relate effectively with them and make sound choices about personal and social decisions So these social and emotional skills are some of several short-term student outcomes that SEL programs promote. But other benefits include more positive attitudes towards oneself, others, and tasks including enhanced self-efficacy, confidence, persistence, empathy, connection, and commitment to school, more positive and social behaviors and relationships with peers and adults, reduced conduct problems and risk-taking behavior, and decreased emotional distress, and improved test scores, grades, and attendance, of course. In the long run, greater social and emotional competence can increase the likelihood of high school graduation, readiness for post-secondary education, career success, positive family and work relationships, better mental health, reduced criminal behavior, and engaged citizenship. So there's all these amazing benefits. I think at the end of the day, if you really wanted to sum it up, if you work on this area and you do so effectively, it's really a recipe and a path for being happy. And I think that's what it boils down to being happy, getting along with others, understanding people, and which will likely lead for you to be lay the framework for you to be successful in your career or to do whatever it is that you want to do in life. So now what I want you guys to do, I'm gonna I'm gonna provide this article in the show notes. I recommend to all parents to check this out, read it, and see if you can also facilitate that social and emotional learning at home, because there's plenty of ways to do that, to carry on what's being done in schools at home and really build your kids up to be really happy, healthy, and productive citizens and people. Again, the article will be posted in the show notes. If you want to check out the show notes, go to www.scalerlearning.com. And if you have any questions or comments for me, you can email me at huzaifa at scalerlearning.com. Would love to hear from you. Uh, that was uh, my school's principal just ca- uh, came in and said hello. Anyways, thank you guys so much for joining. And I'll see you guys next time. Take it easy. Scalar.